0: Oh my goodness, hi, I've missed you, I've missed this, I was just sitting here getting my laptop going, pulling up the recording program, and I'm like, I don't remember how to do any of this, what am I doing? But I've missed you. If you've been here for a while, I'm just beyond excited to be back in your earbuds again, and if this is the first episode you're tuning into, welcome, friend. I hope that the episodes here encourage you with a reminder that you're not alone. And hopefully they inspire you to pursue Jesus above all else, even in the mess, even in the chaos, just as you are, like right now, right now. The messages that I have received from you mamas over the past few months, as you have continued to listen, they've given me so much joy. Like they've made me so happy. But they also broke my heart a little bit, if I'm honest, because every day I wanted to come back here. But every day God said, Let it be, let it go, trust me, and as you probably know, that's the hardest thing to do. Like, it is the absolute hardest thing to do, to trust the Lord by handing over something that you treasure and value and something that's so special to you and so important. But I'm obviously here now, and it feels really, really right. I will not lie. I've kind of been praying about when, if, how I'm going to return to the show, but I'm here. And I have so much peace about a lot, but I won't lie, there are still some lingering question marks out there, you know, about steps forward and what that might look like. But one lesson that I have relearned over these past three months is to just take things day by day, take it step by step. And so that's what I'm doing. I kind of planned an end of the year episode. This is not exactly what I had planned, but I'm going to share this anyways. I don't know. Maybe I'll do another one. Maybe we'll just, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So I don't know if you know this, but today it's actually, it's so, it's so ironic. I'm literally having this moment right now. Today's the first day of winter. And when I ended, when I ended, when I paused the show, it was the first day of fall. I just put that together. Like I knew that this episode is about that, but I just kind of connected those dots. Oh my goodness. I paused it on the first day of fall and then I'm, I'm here now on the first day of winter. And so it feels really fitting for me to come and share a little bit about, you know, where I've been, things I've gone through, hopefully give you some encouragement today on this winter solstice. It's also known as the shortest day of the year. If you nerd out about these kinds of things like I do, then you probably know that today, December 21st, is the day with the shortest amount of daylight, the longest night of the year. So, the longest amount of darkness, essentially the darkest day of the year, right? So I don't know, depending on when you're listening to this, you may not be listening to this on the 21st, but December 21st is the first day of winter, the darkest day of the year. So tomorrow, actually, that marks three months exactly since I pressed pause on the show. And if I'm honest, this is where we're going to start to get real in case and fashion and in true case and fashion like we do here in this space. I'm just going to get honest with you. I was at one of the lowest points I've been at in a very long time. And not necessarily when I pressed pause, but those weeks that followed, there was a lot going on. There were there were some transitionings transitionings, I've forgotten how to talk. There were some transitions that were happening. I pretty much already shared those back in August. There was just a lot going on. And I want to share more about that at some point, you know, and some of the other things that were happening. But for now, I just want to say... I was in a really dark place mentally, emotionally, physically, I was struggling and I didn't really realize how bad I was struggling in the moment. And I also didn't understand, like I didn't understand why, because I was doing all of the right things. If you scroll down on the episode list, a few episodes back, you'll see one on, it's called when rhythms and routines aren't enough because I was doing pretty much everything that I knew to do. Like I was doing a quiet time pretty much every morning, prayer, Bible study, I'm moving my body, nourishing my body. But there were some circumstances that on the surface may not have seemed like a big deal, you know, even by themselves, but altogether, you know, it was a lot. And it, it kind of sounds silly to call them, you know, triggers, but that is what was happening. And if there's anything that I've learned over the past 15, 16 years with my mental health struggles you know, anxiety, panic attacks, even depression, It's that you cannot always control what or when those triggers pop up. And honestly, I'm still learning how to control the aftermath when certain things are triggered for me. And I know that that's like a super overused word these days, like everything's triggering for people and that's such a trigger. But I know some of you listening, like you really get this and you really experience it and it's real for you just like it is for me. So when I use that word, it's, it's just in the realist sense, you know, it's not just a catchphrase that's trendy or whatever. So all of this to say, if you've listened to my story back at episode 61, like that's the level of struggling I'm talking about. I told my husband that I had not felt This way, like this heavy or overwhelmed, since after my wreck, you know, the wreck that I reference in um, episode 61. I felt stuck. I felt foggy. I felt like I wanted one thing, but I was being asked to do another. And I was trying to figure out how to forgive, which has been a process for years now. I was trying to heal some birth trauma. I was trying to figure out how to homeschool for the first time ever. And it just felt like I was drowning honestly. Like, things felt really, really dark. And the reason that I share that is because I know some of you listening are there right now. Like, you are in it. You are weighed down with so much. Like, the daily tasks feel like too much for you. Like, you're barely keeping it together. You're treading water, and you're not sure how much longer you can keep it up. And I just want you to know you're not alone in that. There are things, there are circumstances There's a lot that is out of our control. I mean, there's just life. Like you don't have to be here long to know that this world is broken and sin just like intersects every area of our life. And that's heavy. Like it's heavy. And sometimes it just piles up and piles and piles and piles and it weighs us down. So I I get that. And I've been there at times and I'm not fully out of the weeds yet, but I'm out of it enough to speak clearly. You know, I kind of said this in that last episode before I pressed pause for a couple months, which I didn't know how long that that was going to last. But I said, you know, I really want to talk more about this at some point when I can just talk a little more clearly, like a little, with a little less emotion. And some of this is what we're getting into now, but there are times when you can't see straight, think straight. You just You are in survival, and I think that at one point, I kind of thought, you know, I'd been out of survival mode for so long, years, I would say, that when I found myself back in that place, I was almost, like, surprised. Like, wait a minute. I thought I I already learned this lesson. I already know how to cope with this. I've already, you know, done the therapy thing. I I have my, my tools and my strategies. I'm doing all the right things. This should not be happening to me. I should not feel like this but there are times when life is just too much. Like it's too much for you. So if you're there right now, I get it. I understand. I feel you. And I know that this is so incredibly hard. Like there's, there aren't even words really to describe what it feels like and what it, what it's like to be in it. It's, it's like the worst thing ever, honestly. <laughs> like I hate it. I told my husband I was like I hate feeling like this. I it's like I don't know what to do. And so, this may not be what you want to hear right now, but I'm going to share it because it's truth and I hope that it brings you comfort. What better time to feel like a complete mess? Like what better time of the year to realize and acknowledge and even admit maybe for the first time ever that Things are absolutely falling apart. I'm at the end of myself. Maybe you're at the end of yourself and that's okay. It's completely okay. It's okay to not be okay. You know, you weren't designed to carry it all. You were not designed to have to bear all of these burdens, right? There's a verse about that. (laughs) And I can explain it. I can't give you, you know, three perfect steps to follow. I can't explain how it happens, but somehow, supernaturally, there's this spiritual transformation that happens when we bring it all to God and lay it at his feet. And do not hear me say that you need more faith. I'm not here to be holier than thou or sound holier than thou. I'm not here to downplay mental health issues that need medicine and/or therapy. Most of you know that I advocate for that. I've used all of the above. But I'm just here to remind you and tell you and encourage you that God can handle your brokenness. Like He can handle your mess. It's why He came. It's why He sent Jesus. And sometimes there's just a shift. Maybe it's mental or spiritual or both. Call it whatever you want. But sometimes a shift needs to take place where we just release and surrender all that we've been carrying. Because for some of you, like me, you've been carrying a lot. Like these things are deep. These things are heavy. These things weigh us down every single day, whether we realize it or not, because we're carrying it. And we're carrying not only that, but everything else resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, jealousy, hatred, discontentment, pain, grief. You think these things aren't affecting you every single day? They are. And most of us just don't know how to let it go. Like, what would happen if I actually let it go? Like, what if I just forgave? What if I just, you know, prayed and asked God to help me do that, to let go of this thing? And it's not a one time, like a one and done. I think that's why I was kind of thinking, you know, I'll never go back into survival mode or this will never bother me again, or this will never be brought up This will never be triggered. It will be. It will be. Can we just, like on the darkest day of the year, can we all just sit for just a moment? Feel what needs to be felt. Maybe say what needs to be said. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge that it's there. You know, pray what needs to be prayed. Ask God to take it. Whatever you've been carrying, even if you've asked before. I know that I I already had. You know, ask again. Continue to bring it to Him. Continue to lay it down over and over and over and ask Him to show you truth Because this is what I know. The enemy absolutely cannot coexist with truth. He wants to keep you in chains, in bondage, entangled and enslaved in these lies that consume you, that just add to that weight, that add to all that you're carrying. It's not as simple. It sounds so simple, but I know that it's not as simple as it sounds to pray and ask God to remind you of the truth. Look to scripture, look to your Bible, look, read, listen, receive, and just pray, cry out, literally, like cry. And just be honest, maybe yell, scream, like whatever it is. Be honest with the Lord and see what happens. See what comes out when you pray. See what happens when you're honest before him. That is all that he asks of you. And I think that sometimes we think that you know, well, I'll go to God when I feel better, when I look better, when I am more presentable, when I can, you know, get myself out of bed and get ready and get dressed and, you know, do this, do that, and make it to church, you know, I don't know, pray with my kids before bed, whatever it is that you think is going to make you like a better person. And he just wants you like right now, just as you are. The mess, everything. <laughs> That's how he wants you to come. Honestly, genuinely, raw, real, open, because he already knows it. Like we walk around with our hair and makeup or maybe not (laughs) Um, some days, depends on the day, right? But we walk around, we we come, we put on the church face and we show up to Sunday school or whatever you do on Sundays. And it's like, hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm great. Everything's fine. And, you know, we try to have our kids looking presentable and we like have the whole little thing going. And he is not fooled by that. He sees straight through all of it and he sees straight into your heart, which If you were anything like me, it's terrifying because there are things in there that no one knows, that I don't want anyone to know. Because if anyone knew, what in the world? No, no, I don't, I can't even like if anyone knew. And I know that there are things that you carry, that you have, that there are things about you that, you know, you don't want anybody else to know, but God knows those things. And the thing about it is he loves you anyways. There's full acceptance, full grace, full forgiveness, like just as you are with all of that junk that nobody else knows about, and that is without sounding sounding cheesy, it's just amazing, like it it blows my mind, I don't know, as I was just sitting thinking about like the first day of winter. And like I said, I kind of nerd out over these kinds of things. I'm like big into like metaphors and I don't know, the sim- the symbols of things outwardly happening around me. Sometimes they kind of co like correlate with what's going on in my life. Sometimes not. But when they do, I definitely always share because I just think that it's so, so cool that every day from this point forward, darkness slowly recedes. It begins to lift. The sun shines a little bit longer. And light begins to overtake the darkness that once consumed our days. But regardless of the season, regardless of your season, darkness does not win. Ever. Ever. Never. Ever. I don't care how thick it feels. I don't care how heavy it feels. I don't care if you believe the lie that darkness has already won. It, It hasn't. It doesn't. Never has. Never will. And sometimes I just need that reminder. And like I said, that's symbolic for me. And I pray that it is for you too. So wherever this finds you today, I just want you to know that I see you and I get it. Even if I don't know your exact circumstances, I don't have to. I know what it's like. I do without you even telling me what you're going through. I get it. And if we were in person right now, I'd give you the biggest hug. and Maybe we'd cry together because not everyone understands what this is like. Not everyone has, you know, everybody has their struggles, but not everyone gets this. And more than that, you have a savior who understands. He knows what it's like to be abandoned, completely forgot about, forgotten about, betrayed, you know, lied about, crucified. And his story starts with what we're celebrating right now with the Christmas season. This season is all about hope. Hope there's this one ornament that is covered in red glitter. I think I found it at Walmart like a few years back. And it's just the word hope, like in this cursive writing. It's really pretty. And it makes me tear up every time I put it on the tree, like every year. This year was no different. I was like crying, putting it up, (laughs) trying not to let anybody see me. But I'm not sure if it's because, you know, at this point of the year, we're just like done, you know, worn out, exhausted, weary, in need of something, like anything to hold on to. And that is hope. Jesus came to be that for you. He is hope. He is light. And I pray that as the days get longer and the nights get shorter, you know, the light starts to overtake that darkness, darkness that you hold on to hope that change is coming. You will get through this heavy season. You will make it through because Jesus has not left you. He has not changed and he always wins. He always wins. And that's something worth celebrating, friend. Even when you are surrounded by darkness, fight with truth and know that I'm fighting right alongside you. Okay? <laughs> I love you. I pray that this makes its way to the mama who needs to hear it. And if that was you, would you just send me a message letting me know I wanna be praying for you by name? And if you have a mama friend who is really struggling, maybe she's going through a rough season. Send this episode to her and let her know that you're thinking about her and remind her that there is hope for her, even now in whatever she is facing, okay? Thank you so much for being here with me today. I will talk to you soon, friend. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me and I'll see you next time, mama.